Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today I have a lovely guy called Fidel Bohill, who's uh, very much on the same page as I am in, in what he teaches around the masculine and the feminine. So without further ado, welcome, Fidel. Hi, Lynn. I'd Very l- nice for you to invite me on. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I, I love what you stand for. I think we're very aligned around what um, we teach and uh, support people with around what, what actually creates and what actually attracts a really powerful, um, healthy, fulfilling, alive relationship. So what I really wanted to talk to you today is is, is what, what, what do you do and who do you mainly work with, Fidel? Okay. Um, well, the, the, my sort of brand, for want of a better word, is is the modern man. Um, on a sort of one-to-one level, I work uh, mainly with guys, but I, I do work with, with a few women who uh, just kind of want to connect with a more masculine energy in a, in a coaching environment. Um, mainly the women I work with are spending a lot of time in their masculine energy and kind of looking to reconnect with their feminine and also understand their their partners a bit more um but mainly i work with guys i've got uh i run the modern man club which is a a facebook community there's about 800 guys in there very very vibrant community where we kind of talk and share a lot of stuff and um, we've just set up the modern man club uh, community interest company where we work in in gyms and with gym owners and personal trainers to run men only sessions where we combine sort of physical fitness and and I want to say mental health but it's more about prevention rather than cure I, I, I like working with guys to, to to help them create habits and reconnect with their positive masculine energy um, and and create sort of habits mindset um, and a lifestyle that that prevents them slipping into um, areas of bad mental health that's fantastic I love that what what do you think um, have been the main problems in today's modern society that have affected relationships specifically? You know, from a man's perspective, what, how has it affected them, and and what what's showing up for them in their relationships, and 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 what are you doing to sort of be the solution to that? Wow, that's a big question. Okay, um, I'll do it bit by bit. So, firstly, the main sort of problems I think that are affecting men on their side of the relationship is there's a complete lack of certainty a lack of connection with masculinity what that means and a lack of um seeing it in a positive light i think that goes for both men and women i I speak to women and you say oh you know you speak to them about feminine or femininity and they go "Ooh," as if it's kind of weak and uh it won't get them what they want and i think the same thing with masculinity you say to women about masculinity and a lot of them sort of (gasps) take a gasp in or, or there's 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 a certain amount of fear around it um because it's only seen negatively and i Mm. think it's the same for guys i mean the main problem is if you're not feeling positive about 
as a, as a man, if you're not feeling positive about what masculinity is, if you're not clear on what that is and what it means to you, and you, you don't feel like it's a, a wonderful thing, then I don't really see how you can truly feel whole and connected and happy and grounded and focused in, in life. I don't see how you can give yourself to a relationship without that. It's a real core element of personal development, I believe. Um, there are lots of people in in the world that don't connect with either masculine or feminine. We, we know that. And there's a great big conversation around that. But I think that conversation has completely almost taken over and dominated and left people who 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 aren't like that, who do know that, who, who do feel like men and who do feel like women. It's left them feeling a little a little confused. Yeah. What that means in relationships is, again, for our generation, particularly, I mean, I'm, for, I'm 42. My mother um, is in her 70s. Uh, I was blessed. She was a feminist, but she also had four sons. So she was really, she was focused on equality for women, but she was also really keen to make sure that her sons um, felt good about being men um, and boys, which turns out to be quite a unique because I look around me and I don't think many many guys got that balance where no. they, they brought up with true respect understanding of equality and, and looking at women in, in that way whilst also understanding the positive aspects of, of masculinity and, and what that brings to the table I absolutely agree you know because um, I suppose feminism has been misrepresented um, you know because the, to be honest you know a lot of feminists that I see and speak to and, and see uh, you know, on TV that, that, that talk about, you know, what they stand for are the most masculine energy me- <laughs> females I've ever heard or, or seen. And um, they yeah. don't realise they're exuding that energy and they're, they're almost man-haters somehow, somehow, you know, to some I, degree. I, and it's I not kind what, of get it yeah. because where, where we came from was a place where there wasn't equality. As That's such, true, yes just tipped too far and I, I think um i think one of the, one of my big moments was when i realized that what we've been doing is we've we've been focused on on roles so what we've been doing is we've been focused on um what men and women do for their jobs and how much money they earn and who stays at home etc etc and we've lost the fact that do you know what you can run a multi-million pound international hedge fund or business and do it in your feminine energy you can stay at home and look at you can be a man that stays at home and looks after his five kids and does the school run um, and cooks dinner every night but you can do that in your masculine energy Definitely. I think we, we've got confused and we've said well you know in order for, for women to what they want to do is compete with men in in the workplace um, and in order they, they thought they think that in order to do that they're more powerful if they wrap themselves in a, in a masculine energy. And actually, as a man, as a masculine man, when you're confronted by that, it doesn't make you want to support it or engage with it at all. It, it, it actually puts you off. So women are actually better off coming into the, that environment if they want to compete or if they want to, to work alongside in, in, um, in business or, or in corporate environment actually better off in their powerful feminine energy because we're much more likely to to be some sort of supportive attractive attracted and 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 um aligned with with that when they do yeah i i 100 agree or even if you know you are a woman who feels like she needs to be 
more masculine in, for whatever reason in a workplace environment. That doesn't mean you need to live in that masculine energy behind Correct. closed you, doors you with your home. partner. And that's the, that's the problem in relationships. And when I, when I talk about this subject, that's where the connection starts and the women go, uh, and the men, and you're talking about my life. Because what happens is we've got a lot of women who are out there every day in their masculine energy at work, being decisive, making decisions, um, you know, running businesses, managing people. Um, and they come home and, and they, they, they struggle to, to take their armor off. Plus, they also then need to continue making decisions, which I, I believe is the crux of the masculine feminine polarity is, 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 is decision making. Uh, they made the decisions about the kids. They decide what's for dinner. They decide when the holiday is and who's going where and who's doing what. And and then what happens to, to men is that they forget how to make decisions. They forget how to lead their 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 family in a um, in a compassionate way. And it, it either becomes um, competitive within the domestic environment, mm. um, or the men become emasculated and completely dose up, and they just go, yeah, they just agree to everything. Um, and that can work for a little while, but after after a few years, the the passion will die, the sex will die. Women will turn around and go, "What happened to my man?" The guy turns around and goes, "You know, who, who am I? Where do I fit into all of this?" And quite often, it ends up in affairs. Women will go off and find themselves the you know the stereotypical builder, the gardener, the mechanic, and and the guy will go off with the stereotypical, the secretary, the the younger model or whatever who allows him to be in his in his masculine they bring that dynamic back yeah i think sometimes when i speak to women they tend to think you know um to be feminine they've got to be airheads you know and yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when great. that's not the case I, I posted a video on my facebook wall yesterday actually of a woman an italian weightlifter who's absolutely stunning she had big hooped earrings on her hair tied back she was gorgeous um, and she she did um, a clean and jerk uh, weightlifting technique to win silver, and it was it was beautiful. But she did it absolutely quite a masculine activity, you know. She was lifting a big heavy weight, three times her body weight, um, but she did it with pure powerful feminine energy. Um, and and I, I just thought it was such a shining example of that, and how you can you can approach the activity itself can be masculine or feminine, but how you can bring your own um, energy to to that activity. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, we're definitely speaking off the same hymn sheet here because <laughs> this is what I've absolutely been propounding in, in, in all my episodes, exactly what you're affirming now from the male point of view. And um, uh, it is a myth, you know, for women to think that you have, you know, to be your, your true natural feminine self, you don't have to, you know, be an airhead or be stupid or, you know, you just have to be Beyonce. If you're going to be in your feminine, yes. be Beyonce. That's my motto. Yeah, just just actually, you know, um, be your natural best self, which we've forgotten how to be because we've been yeah. parented and educated, like you say, in the name of equality, which for me, equality means equal opportunity. It doesn't mean anything else. It doesn't mean we need, you know, we, we have to be or need to be or, you know, it's not it's not even desirable to be the same as men. It's not, no. Um, and I think the effect that that's having on men is, again, we've, we've got a generation of guys who are not confident in their masculinity. There's a fear going on of how, how they're supposed to operate. They're worried about being decisive. They're worried about leading. They're worried about kind of, of disagreeing with, with women. 
Um, they, they're worried about how to approach them in, in a dating sense. So I work with a lot of guys on, on dating, um, certainly with the new thing of uh, online dating um, and, and help them sort of be masculine in a compassionate way, what I call positive masculinity and trying to sort of reconnect with that and what that means, um, you know, and how to, how to take the lead. And it's astounding how many guys um, just don't know how to do that or are worried ab about doing it. Um, so we've got a bit of a culture of fear with, 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 with our generation of men. Yeah, and this is another thing I'm uh, educating people around, um, in predominantly my client uh, base is women, you know, about coming from a place of love, not fear. You know, because it's when we come from a place of fear that we attract those toxic relationships. You know, yeah, because sure. it, even within um, toxic relationships, you do have that polarity, but you haven't got that healthy polarity that you can manifest and, and attract for yourself if you're coming from a place of love for sure well i i the way i, I kind of explain it with guys is is um it's, it's leadership with compassion and and thoughtfulness so the kind of the masculine energy is there um the the example i use is like with, with tango dancing yes where it's just such a beautiful example of and any kind of dancing really it's such a, a, a great example of how the two energies work. You know, you've got very clear masculine energy, which is leading and, um, and show, but the, the feminine energy has to trust that the masculine, she can mess up the whole dance if she wanted to. Mm. Um, and if she wants to take over and she wanted to lead, then she could, but it would, it would ruin the dance. Whereas actually if she allows him to, to lead, which she will do, but only if there's trust there, only if she trusts that he's not going to step on her toes and he's not going to drop her. Um, you know, so we have to take responsibility for that. We have to learn the skills to not drop our partners and to not tread on their toes and, and to lead with, with, with care and consideration. Um, and in that way, we, gener we, we generate the trust um, and the faith in us. And, uh, and that allows our partners to, to step into their feminine um, a lot better yeah because i think for a lot of women they just want to feel safe and secure Absolutely. And, you, well, know, you, can't, and... you can't and won't be in your feminine energy if you don't feel safe and secure you know that's really hard that's a that's a, a big ask yeah and we do really definitely want men to to um to uh to trust and protect us uh but you know if we've come with baggage to that relationship where you yeah. know that trust has been broken or we've been through trauma that where that trust has been broken then sometimes you know it's it's very hard for women to realize that a they are actually in masculine energy and b how to let that go you know how sure. to take off like you say that suit of armor to to again open your heart and and, tr and trust this 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 new man that that may be in your life or an existing man that you've not opened up to but you know he's a good man for sure but that, it's really important that we have this dialogue, that this conversation is, is had out in the open um, and is kind of get, gets people thinking and understanding the, the roles and, and what's actually happening here. Because it's, it's, it's not a conversation that's centre stage and it, and it really should be. Very much so. Um, I was just thinking that a lot of women were like, you know, um, am I giving my power away if I'm allowing the man to lead? No, of course you're not. You know, the feminine power is just as powerful as the masculine. <laughs> if not more so, because like, like, like I said, in, in actual fact, it doesn't work unless we are 
allowed to do it. So the women give their permission for us to lead. The feminine gives the masculine permission to lead. And plus, if, I- without that permission, then it becomes something else. <laughs> then it becomes leading by by sort of force, and that's when it becomes toxic, you know. Um, so it only actually works with, when we're doing it with permission. Yeah. Um, it's a bit it's a bit like sex, you know. Um, it's not a bit like sex. It is. It is. That's the, that's the kind of the crux of it. Is actually as a, as a man we can we can we can lead and we can be in control but you know and unless unless we've got permission um then then it's something else entirely isn't it absolutely agreeing and going back to dancing analogy i always sort of um talk about dancing in the same sort of way and mm. i would say well think about ginger rogers i think one of her quotes was that uh, she could do everything that fred astaire did except that she could do it backwards and, and in high heels so was you know there's no loss of power within that dynamic (laughs) not at all not at all and i i just think you know i think it's sad in 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 a way that 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 we we look at it in this in this kind of competitive yeah almost selfish um eyes both men and women that's what they're looking for the worry is oh i'm giving away this and i'm giving away that and um and it's like we've lost that sense of community and that sense of partnership you know that it's a it's actually it's about giving stuff to each other and serving each other rather than kind of protecting your own interests which seems to be the priority for a lot of people and that's 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 where the problem is it certainly does i feel that um unfortunately you know um again i do agree that you know that there are obviously small sections of the population that do need careful consideration around, you know, who they are and what they are, because they're For not sure. clear about that. Ge- they are gender confused, you know, that, that they might be in, you know, part of the trans community or, you know, they've got uh, body parts that they're actually born with that are both masculine and feminine. So um, I, I, I do understand. Absolutely. But I, I kind of think that, that they're having their own conversation, you know, and that's cool. What you don't, if to be kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-man, but that doesn't mean that I'm kind of anti-woman and it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm anti-transgender or an, anti-gender neutral. You know, I'm fully supportive of what those guys want to do in their, on their journey. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to learn and understand it, but it, it's very, very difficult in the same way that they don't feel connected to, to how I feel about my gender and, and about my masculinity. It's the same way I feel about them. It's, it's, it's hard for something that's so intrinsic and so core to who you are. It's really, really difficult to understand where someone else is coming from with it. Um, you can be empathetic and you can be considerate of it, but it's really, really difficult to understand it unless you're feeling it. And, and that's cool. But like I said, I, I, I don't think we should have that conversation at the expense of, 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 of the rest of us and the people that do feel like masculine men and feminine women. Yeah, I 100% agree, because I think what's happening now with, you know, with the PC brigade and this drive towards being more gender neutral to um, make um, these people who are the minority who we do have compassion for feel like they're fitting in, you know, uh, making allowances for that. By doing that, I think we're going a bit too far in that we're now making everybody feel gender confused. And that's not the answer. No, it's not the answer. No, no, for sure. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm here trying to have that conversation and, and, and by the sounds of it, you are too. Um, I'm just trying to get guys to 
to say it's okay to be a man it's okay to feel like a man it's okay to want to be a man um but what does that look like in a positive context yeah and you know what that's what women want you know healthy healthy women really want to feel that masculine energy you know they they want a man to take the lead they want a man to make them feel protected and loved they want a man to to assertively grab hold of them and kiss them with a lot of passion. They want a man to throw him, throw you over their shoulder and run you up the stairs and throw you on the bed and ravish them, you know, obviously consensually within a... Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's what they want. And I think, like you said, you know, men are fearful now to be that 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 strong, healthy male. That we, and then this is what women are craving. And yet, as I say, with the women sort of being educated more and parented more and society gearing us up more to be gender neutral and, and be more, uh, you know, um, stepping and living in our masculine energy. We're, we're not attracting those sorts of men. It's interesting. Well, we kind of, you know, well, <laughs> I think all men are capable of doing it. And in some ways, um, sort of speaking from, from my own point of view, you know, we are the sort of, the, the more powerful the woman, if you see what I mean, if you manage to unlock their femininity, you know, and, and uh, then that almost empowers your masculinity even more. So it, like a moth to a flame, we, we are kind of drawn to that. Um, and it does bring out the best in our masculinity when we are, are sort of dating or courting or, 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 or chasing a woman like, like that. The problems really, though, start after, once the relationship begins because it all of a sudden then flips because what men then want to do is is please their partner and then what women women think that they they then learn how to to ask for what they want and then the men kind of feel like they, they, they then need to deliver so you just get this this weird shift in dynamics where the women actually just start leading and the guys just turn around and go yes 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 and they just become yes men and and sort of people pleasing um which isn't attractive at all no um so the relationship soon dies <laughs> yeah uh, i just see this this cycle happening time and time again so what we need to be mindful of is what what happens sort of af- afterwards i think i agree uh, because we're not actually aware you know that we are doing that and that's what mm. you know i suppose i feel my mission is to educate women more around you know how not to be like that so, and how to live in your feminine energy what does that look like you know in a healthy yeah. way uh, and you know uh, so that you don't sort of cross the boundary and and, and become the man in the relationship where you're wearing yeah. the trousers yeah. and that's either causing conflict or it's causing him to step more into his feminine which isn't attractive to you exactly it is a sorry state of affairs, but one we will tackle, mainly because there's a big desire out there for it, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, you know, there's lots of women who are crying out and, and starting to understand that. And I think there's more of a conversation geared towards women in, on this front um, than there is for, for men. I mean, again, I, I use social media and I put up a post about men becoming sort of physically strong again and, and coming you know there's a lot of conversation out there for men going oh we need men to be we want you to be vulnerable and there's power in being vulnerable and we want you to open up and we want you to talk which is basically saying we want you to be more feminine um and it's like that this is the solution to all men's mental health is to open up and talk and it's like well actually there's loads of guys who just who don't feel comfortable with that who don't want to talk um and that's okay too you know you're not talking isn't the 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 the, the be all and end all of uh, the solution to men's mental health. 
I think in order for us to connect to that vulnerability and, 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 and talk to the right people at the right time, we need to first become strong and feel confident, able to, uh, confident enough to sort of protect ourselves and confident enough in, in, our, in ourselves to then open up and share and talk and, and be vulnerable. And so I think that's actually the first step. So we're running a program working with gyms and, and personal trainers to get guys actually back in the gym, lifting up some weights, doing self-defense stuff, doing boxing and things like that. And with that comes a, a real confidence in their masculinity. And, and, and uh, you know, as a consequence, we should feel more comfortable being in our feminine when, when, when we need to be, because there is a time and a place for both people to be in both. Do you know what I mean? I agree, yes. Uh, you know, and, and that's why we've got both. You know, it's, there, there is times and places where it is appropriate, you know, for, for a woman to step into a mask and she feels threatened sure. or there's a Absolutely. dangerous situation or, you know, that she needs to be more assertive in the workplace or whatever. And the same, like you said, for men, you know, um, it's not that we don't want to see that vulnerability from men you know when men are strongly in their masculine to see them being vulnerable uh you know you know if they're watching it or listen to an emotional film or piece of music that that's quite still masculine you know it but it is but you know i was i interviewed a guy who um because we've got something called kind of like nice guy syndrome which is a bit of a problem where you've got a guy who isn't confident in his masculinity isn't able to express it doesn't feel strong doesn't feel powerful um, and then what happens is they end up being the, the, the nice guy um, and they end up doing a lot of people pleasing and it's, it, it's not, it's not genuine, you know, no. they do stuff and they say yes. And actually what you see the outcome of that quite often is very, very manipulative people. It's um, they can be quite um, abusive emotionally uh, because they become sort of bitter and unhappy with themselves and then they try and sort of blame the people around them. And the nice guy syndrome is a, is a real, real problem these days. And actually the answer to that is to get guys reconnecting again, I think, with their strength and their masculinity. And then when, when you open up and tell your story and your vulnerability, it doesn't become a pity party. It comes from a place of power. You Definitely. Know? And, and, that, and then it's an inspiring thing to listen to. Yeah. Um, rather than sitting there wincing, you know, listening to, to a guy kind of pour, pouring out his heart or whatever or you know, complaining or moaning, you know, which, which is, which is negative. It's okay to, to sort of talk about your problems, but talk about it from a, from a place of where you're, where you're grounded and confident. I think we all suffer from stuff. We all have problems. Um, But rather than sort of whinging, moaning about it, what you're doing is you're talking about a problem, looking for a solution um, or just, or just sharing it, but coming from a place of comfort and confidence is a different thing altogether. Yeah, uh, th- like you say, coming from a place of comfort and confidence. Again, I sort of relate to coming from that place of love, and and where you have got that healthy masculinity or femininity, and the opposite. You know, if you've got the unhealthy mm. masculinity, you, you're coming from that place of of fear. So it, for me, it, it comes around. You know, back to that. You know, are you living from a place of fear in your authentic masculine, or are you living? In, from a place of love and confidence like you say um whether that's masculine or feminine obviously it goes either way but um yeah i just i, ju- I just despair sometimes of um i suppose where i see the 
misunderstandings around equality and the misunderstandings around political correctness on what what people are perceiving that really means and how that's now damaging our intimate relationships yeah it is it is um yeah i just think we need to we're kind of just in danger of throwing the baby out with the bathwater um in in a way and when we're trying to develop the the sort of the modern man element and we're trying to get guys to be softer and more open and uh and more communicative and stuff we've forgotten to to talk about actually we still need to be strong we still need to 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 remember how to lead we still need to um remember how to be decisive yeah because it's not attractive to a woman if a man's bursting into tears every five minutes no it's not it's not exactly (laughs) right you know and i just think in some ways it's it's going against the grain and it's going against the the kind of the the message of the moment almost some of the stuff that i say and i do come in through a bit of flack with it um me too and and so you know, you've got to pick the right times and the right people to show. Really important for men to have uh, their male friendship groups. Mm. And this is something that's lacking a lot in a lot of relationships. What will happen is the guys, the, the sort of the family dynamic will be become will become centered around the, the the woman's family and the woman's friends. And a lot of times, the guys' only friendships will end up being the partners of his wives' friends. Um, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. they'll spend every weekend around her friends' houses and he'll become mates with the partners of her friends. Do, do you get what I mean? And he'll yes. lose touch with his, with his own mates and the people that he feels comfortable opening up to. Um, and in the end, then the only person he's got to open up to and talk to is his partner. And I think that actually doesn't work all the time. There are no. some things as a bloke where you need to just go and talk to your mates about. And then when you come home, um, you know, you've kind of, you've, you've got it all off of your chest. Um, and you're able to come back to your partner and 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 um, be the guy she needs. That's exactly the same for women too. You know, I think yeah, sometimes sure. um, women think that you know it's it's they need to share everything with their partner, and and sometimes you know it, it's it isn't appropriate because it's not they're not the things that make that that men necessarily understand that you're venting about. You know, so you're probably best to think you know who'd be your best girlfriend. To, to vent or share that with rather than you know bombarding your partner who may not really understand from a masculine perspective what what, what the fuss is around or he may just want to as a man want to give you a solution when that's not really what you're looking for you're just looking to be heard <laughs> for sure for sure and and again you know women do they say that they want men to open up and tell them everything and when they do um again their kind of their instinctual reaction is Ugh. You know, it's almost repellent to them. Although they like the idea of it, they like because we've been sold it by by Hollywood and Disney, um, <laughs> or, or whatever. That, that you know, we want these vulnerable men to come out and and, and share everything with us. But when when men actually do talk about that, um, and I've certainly noticed it with with, with mental health issues and stuff. Um, I've got guys who've you know who've been through lots of relationships and really really struggled because as soon as they open up to their partner and go, well, actually, you know. I'm really struggling today. I've got this depression. I've got suffering from anxiety. I'm really scared about going into work or whatever. Um, and I'm not, it's a, it's an instinctive reaction rather than a conscious one. You know, uh, it's not something that people want to do. Obviously women want to help their men and be there for them, but kind of when it's a kind of constant unloading of, of, of that energy, it, it, it just, it, it brings a, a different dynamic to the relationship. Unfortunately. Yeah. 
It makes the uh, woman feel a- like she's got to um, take the responsibility back for the relationship and almost, like you say, then step more into the masculine role, which doesn't feel comfortable to her. You know, it can feel quite overwhelming to feel like you've got to be the be-all person to everybody, sure. you know, in inside of that relationship and take responsibility for everything. You you know, you want your man to carry his weight in, in terms of, you know, leading and taking charge around certain aspects within that relationship and, and not to feel that burden that, oh my God, I've got to carry him as well now. For sure. And it almost sounds callous even having this conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, a little bit. And I think when you, when you have it in public, people will be listening and lots of women listen. Oh, no, 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 no. I would never do that. Or I'd never be like that. Um, and again, some, some women aren't and, and don't, but I, I think it's, it's, it's more elemental than that. You know, it's more primitive than that it's something that comes from our core because like, again we we all we will desire to be um the person that can support and listen to their partners when they're going through this stuff um but some something else happens inside i think um and we just need to be aware of it i think rather than kind of escape from it just just kind of notice it be aware of it and and look for for other solutions i think there's the other reason that uh, the thing about sort of male therapists and stuff i think a lot of men when they, if they want to go and, and open up and, and, and look at therapy, they'll initially go to a female therapist. And I think actually it's a lot more powerful. Yes. Especially in a group context as well. Men, men sort of sharing their stuff with other men is a much more powerful therapy. Um, I would agree with than, that. Than it is going and doing it with a, with a female therapist, which is kind of why I do what I do really. But, but yeah, it's something that's a little, can, can be a little bit daunting for guys unless they're, fe- unless they're confident already in their masculinity. I almost feel like, you know, there'd be, it'd be a good thing. I don't know if it'd ever happen um, if, you know, we went back to either single sex schools or at least single sex classes within unisex oh, wow. schools, you know, to give boys more of an opportunity to, to be amongst their peer male energy. <laughs> I think there is something to be said for that, Lynn. I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, my, my father's Jamaican, um, so I spent quite a lot of time over there. And I, I went over and I um, was talking to a, an American lady the last time I was over there. And she went to a really progressive university. Um, and uh, it was completely separate. It was a university, but the, the, the boys were, were on a, almost a separate campus, we had separate classes. Uh, and to to the women, yet they came together in a sort of social aspect, mm. and uh, it had the lowest rates of um, sort of sexual abuse, um, of, of of lowest reports of, of rape in the entire country, like by by a million miles. So there was this whole completely different dynamic going on there when men and women were were separate but coming together at sort of appropriate times. Um, and it was amazing how much healthier the dynamic was and the relationships were between the between the men and the women at that particular university. Astounding. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think more studies around that sort of thing would, would would be beneficial because I I do think there's something to be said for you know women primarily you know mixing with other women so they learn to be more uh, authentically their feminine selves, and the same for men you know within that masculine you know more exposure to that masculine environment especially more so today because when you think about it you know think of all the single parents mainly they, they are women and there's very four you know few male role models 
as such um, within those families sometimes or positive male models. And so, you know, you, you do see a lot of men or boys growing up to be not really understanding what what their own true natural masculine energy feels like even. For sure. Well, you don't know what it is. Um, and I mean, I'm a big fan of, of sort of combat sports, especially for young boys. I mean, I, I box. Um, I used to do uh, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu and um, I've been involved with lots of other sort of things. And I just found that, that by doing that and being in that male environment and, and having to wrestle with my mates um, and almost sort of play fighting and testing each other and challenging each other in a positive environment um, is essential, mm. I think, for, for masculinity. But don't get me wrong, there are, there are some boys that don't, that don't want to participate in that. But... Um, but for a lot, I think by kind of like eradicating that sort of stuff from uh, from the curriculum, I mean, even at its basic level, like rugby, you know, um, we're, we're kind of weeding that out as well. But being part of the football team, being part of the rugby team, being involved in wrestling and boxing, um, it's kind of what boys want to do, you know. Absolutely. And then what we also miss out then is healthy physical contact that mm. isn't sexual like um this whole big thing starting in the kind of 80s this kind of almost anti-gay movement made boys almost scared of touching each other um for fear of being homosexual or being called gay or whatever uh, which is just crazy and now you've got kind of like just touch has become sexualized so like uh, two two boys wrestling at a point where they hit sort of teenage years it's like oh no they don't want to touch each other and actually when we sexualize touch I think we're in danger of, of 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 sort of removing ourselves from each other from from a community, and and actually kind of guys guys are meant to wrestle with each other, you know, and there should never be a sexual connotation to no. that. Um, I think it's absolute nonsense, um, and and there's also no danger, you know. I don't know. We worry about boys and girls being hurt um, or whatever, but again, it's it's part of life, isn't it? I just mm, we're getting sort of. <laughs> We're becoming a society, society of almost robots that are being mollycoddled, aren't we, against yeah. being in the normal rough and tumbles of life. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I feel like, though, hopefully with people like yourself and myself, that we can create a, a shift back to, you know, what, what, what is normally and healthily acceptable and is one is is which which is going to have a huge positive impact on our in, intimate relationships for sure i think what we need to do is there, there needs to be a new way of doing it um again that's why i chose the name modern man i think is we can't go backwards all right and i don't think we want to we we, we literally from a financial perspective we can't go backwards so most households wouldn't survive if we went backwards to one person staying at home with the kids and the other person going out of work um, our society doesn't, we, we live in a capitalist society. It's designed for everybody to go to work and pay tax. Um, <laughs> so we can buy all the stuff we want, but they need. So we're, we're in that now. So what we need to do is design a new, a new way. Um, and I think the key to that is, is disassociating gender with roles. I think that's really, really important to it. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's key. Um, so yeah, all power to us then to 
you know, join forces and create some sort of movement towards, sure. <laughs> you know, a drive to, to what is naturally within us anyway, but we've forgotten how to be. Uh, and what is going to create, you know, a happier, healthier uh, environment for everybody, you know, not not just um, heterosexuals, but for everybody, you know, to, to feel sure. comfortable with who they are and not feel like, you know, oh, oh my God, I've got to be offended now because I'm being called a woman. <laughs> but, but, and that's exactly that. So when, when, when men are confident in their masculinity um, and they're feeling fit, strong, confident and grounded then they are less likely to be aggressive towards anybody else uh, to, to women to uh, transgender to gay people you know it's like that it dissipates all of that rather than the opposite a lot of people kind of like fear masculine men because they they they, they wrongly see it um, in that negative way that negative masculine energy um, which is imbalanced and, and unconfident Whereas actually, if we teach people to feel confident in their masculinity, then that's all about being uh, protective. It's all about uh, it's all about nurturing. It's all about you know um, being considerate. It's all about um, being a, a positive member of the community. So there's all all of that stuff is more likely to go away. I agree. So power to that process, and let's hope we um, you know over the next decade or so see that positive shift that we're trying to create to um, make all of this happen that's the plan <laughs> well thank you so much Ferdell. uh i'd love you to say something more about uh, your your uh, company and um, how people can get in touch with you uh, i'll make sure that information is in the show notes anyway uh, but uh, you know much. if you'd like to just announce yeah. So who the, you are, the, what the, you do. The and... first sort of step is our free men's group, the Modern Man Club on Facebook. So just search for that, the Modern Man Club. Um, I also have my own podcast, which is the Modern Man Podcast, which is on um, all the various platforms, Apple and Google and uh, everywhere else. Um, my website is uh, www.modernman.org.uk. Um, or you can just look me up on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook profile is, is public, um, Fidel Bohill, B-E-A-U. H-I-L-L and connect on there or send me a message if you want to chat about sort of uh, coaching or or reconnecting with your masculinity guys excellent well thank you so much because it's 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 such a pleasure to have um, a man to talk to about men's issues and for men to go to because primarily a lot of my episodes have been focused more towards women and um helping them and supporting them and it's lovely to be able to address our balance so thank you very much Fidel and I really appreciate you coming on and as I say I'll make sure those contact details are put in our show notes as well so listeners just to uh, wrap it all up as you know I reinforce true love starts with opening our hearts so until next time Goodbye for now, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined, or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn, or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts 
www.ashentwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.